This is Dr. Dawn Russell. I'm a board-certified general OBGYN with over 20 years of practice experience. SheSpace is a place where I can share my experience, recommendations, and knowledge, some would say opinion, on women's health ranging from general health to menopause to pregnancy and everything in between. Today's topic is, what is going on down there? Our vagina and vulva are unique places. And unfortunately, they are not something we talk enough about because they can be the cause of a lot of stress, discomfort, and concern. When in truth, just knowing some few basic facts about how our vaginas and vulvas work, what makes them healthy, and the things that we actually need to worry about or see a doctor about can be really helpful. So first of all, let's talk about the vagina. So the vagina is a very unique environment. And what I mean by that, we all know it's, it's a bit moist. It has a unique type of skin that covers it. It normally contains some bacteria, a small amount of yeast, and maybe even some viruses. And as a rule, these all live in a nice, happy community and don't bother each other. Unfortunately, what we're gonna talk about a little bit today is the fact that they don't always live happily together and sometimes one can grow different than another. So first of all, what is normal? That is an almost impossible question. So the way we actually need to word that is, what is normal for you? Now, discharge from the vagina is normal, meaning that most people will have some amount of discharge that comes out of the vagina and usually ends up on our underwear. So that color and that consistency is going to vary depending on the time of day, who we are, how old we are, what we've been doing. So our normal vaginal discharge color can range anywhere from clear to barely visible to even slight shades of yellow or green. And colors are not necessarily a problem unless they're coming with some of the other things we'll talk about later. So consistency is also something that changes a lot. Some people will notice that they more have more of a water type of discharge, and other people will notice a very thick or even lumpy or clumpy type of discharge. And again, these are only concerns when we get later into the couple of things that you'd want to pay attention to that would be of concern for your health. Now, odor is the next descriptor. And for some very lucky women, their vaginal odor is almost none. But for most of us, there is actually a smell or odor to our vaginal discharge and our vaginas. Very few women are going to have a situation where they would describe themselves as having no smell. And on some occasions, that smell can be stronger or less strong, depending on what we are doing which leads us to the next thing. Well, what can affect the different color, consistency, and smells of our vagina and vulva and the discharge that comes out of it? So number one is our diet. Many women can literally note that their vaginal discharge will change depending on the types of food they are eating. Now this is specifically related to high glucose or if you happen to eat a high carbohydrate diet one day, many women will notice a change in the color or consistency. Other, diet, other parts of your diet can change it too. And changing your vaginal odor or smell or color just because of diet is not a concerning change. 
The other thing that can sometimes change how our vaginas feel is the clothing and what we wear. And specifically, if we're wearing looser clothing, we may note that we notice a little less smell or a little less color or a little less discharge. Whereas we're, if we're wearing tight clothing, we may notice a little bit more irritation. But again, clothing can change our vaginal and vulvar feelings, but it's not concerning. Having intercourse can have an effect on our vaginal discharge. And this is not in a negative way from a health point of view, although many women will complain about it. But having sex itself can activate some of the cellular structures of the vagina and sometimes make them have more discharge or even more odor. These again are not concerning, but they are something that you should note and know about yourself. Various activities, meaning exercise or how much we sweat, um, can also change our vulva and vagina. A big note on this one is if you bicycle because the pressure on the saddle can definitely have an effect on how our vulvas feel and the pressure can change the odor or consistency of our discharge or how we notice it. Age, as we get older or even just plain over time, there's definitely a change in our vagina, vulva, and all of the discharge. These are usually normal things. And when people say, well, my vagina was never like this when I was 20, yep, you're right, now you're 40. Things are gonna be different. So expect things to change and expect what is normal yesterday to not necessarily be the same today. That kind of leads into the next one, which is hormones. So our hormones change as we get older too. And this can have an effect on how our vagina is functioning and how healthy or unhealthy the lining of the vagina can be. But essentially all types of hormones can change our vaginal discharge and our vagina and vulva. Everything from our normal hormones as we age, and also if we're taking hormones, that can change our vaginal discharge. It is very possible that taking birth control of any type, whether an IUD with types of hormones or whether oral or shots can change the vaginal discharge, but also those hormones change with age. So that's part of why the age-related change in our vaginal discharge can happen. So after talking about all the things that can change it and what's normal, let's also talk about what is more of an abnormal finding, and those are usually the imbalances that can occur in our vagina. Because we have so many different bacterias and yeasts living in there, it's not hard for them to overgrow in one type or another. And specifically, most of us have heard of the diagnosis of bacterial vaginosis. And this occurs when one type of bacteria that normally lives in our vagina overgrows. So something about the environment of the vagina allowed one type of bacteria to grow more than others. Now, when this type of bacteria grows more, it causes a increase in your vaginal discharge as well as an odor. So when people refer to having BV or being diagnosed with BV by a physician, this doesn't refer to an infection that somebody caught, but it refers to an imbalance that occurred in the vagina. We often will treat this imbalance with a antibiotic to calm down the bacteria that overgrew. It is also possible to treat this imbalance by changing the pH of the vagina. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. 
The other imbalance that occurs is a yeast imbalance. So when we get sometimes an itchy discharge or a clumpy white discharge or even clumpy yellow discharge, but specifically with the itching, this might mean that yeast has overgrown. So it's important not to cause, call that necessarily an infection because it's really not a new thing that has occurred to the vagina. It's just that the yeast has been allowed to overgrow. Now, again, if yeast imbalance or yeast overgrowth is what is going on and you're pretty sure that's what's going on, it's very reasonable in those cases to treat with an over-the-counter remedy such as a seven-day yeast cream to knock down some of that yeast that's overgrowing so that the balance can return to your vagina. And sometimes when women present to a doctor and they're complaining of either a discharge or an odor that they think is abnormal or has changed, we can't always tell what's going on. But most of the time, given time or some of the changes I'll just talk about, we can get back to a place that we would consider normal or stable. So before I get into talking about some of the things that can help you keep a healthy vagina or get to a healthy vagina, I first want to talk about the worries and things, the things you really shouldn't try to manage on your own, um, but rather the stuff that you should really come and visit your physician or your nurse practitioner or your provider of any type about. The first, any risk of sexually transmitted disease. Don't try to self-diagnose these types of things. They require diagnosis and treatment by a professional. And who's at risk for STD? To be really, really honest, it's anybody who's had a new partner or new sexual experience since the last time they were tested for STDs or sexually transmitted diseases. So if you have any concern or have had any new exposure and there's been changes in your vaginal discharge or what's going on, it's important that you go ahead and go see a provider to make sure that you don't have anything dangerous. Next, one of the other sneaky little things that can cause some weird vaginal discharge or odor is actually a retained tampon. So this is something to think about if you're experiencing these symptoms after your period and especially if the smell is particularly strong. These are things to think about and again, sometimes it requires a visit to the doctor but um, this shouldn't be embarrassing, but rather just something that needs to be taken. Another thing that can be a slight worry is that you not only have maybe a discharge or an odor, but that you notice that you have repeated injury or maybe a little tear, something like that at your vagina or vulva. These are things that also need to be evaluated because sometimes they can be skin conditions or things that need some ongoing treatment that could help you feel better. Now, given all of that, and so, Assuming that you are somebody who has at least once been evaluated for the discharge and been told that it's bacterial vaginosis or yeast, so you're confident in the symptoms you have and you aren't at risk for anything that would be dangerous, like a retained tampon or a sexually transmitted disease, that means that we can talk about things that you can do to help yourself without having necessarily to see a provider. Now, one of the first things that I talk to people about, especially in the case of BV that has returned, or especially if it tends to recur or come back frequently, is a way to change the pH of the vagina. So because the environment of the vagina is really based on the pH, meaning if it's an acid or a base, if we do something to change that pH, we can often get the balance back to where it was supposed to be. 
The easiest way to do that, in fact, the only way definitively that I know of, is using boric acid. So boric acid comes in vaginal gel caplets that can come over the counter, either in a drugstore or from Amazon. And these are placed in the vagina with the idea that as they dissolve, that acid will change the environment of the vagina and make it a little harder for those types of bacteria to overgrow. Now the hardest thing about boric acid is how to use it because very honestly, I have people who use it in a lot of different ways. Everything from prophylactically, they use it once a day, most of the time, to just when they notice that things are changing, they'll use it two or three times a day. So this is something that a woman needs to figure out and experiment with. But boric acid is a very effective way to change some of that environment and maybe decrease some of this, the odor or discharge that's bothering you. Now for a yeast overgrowth, and you're, if you're positive that it's a yeast overgrowth, this is something that can also be treated safely over the counter, but I'm gonna make a recommendation at this point. It is very tempting to use the one or the three days because you're like, ah, I don't wanna mess with the cream for seven days, it's just messy. But the fact is, is that all they did was concentrate the medication from the seven day into the one and three day, which means it can be highly irritating to the vagina. So it's one thing if you've done this and you find that it works for you, that's okay. But what's gonna work best for most women is gonna be the seven day cream that can be used in the vagina to start to get rid of some of the yeast that's trying to overgrow. Now, outside of actually using um, medications or treatments, there's also some other things you can do that can just help you keep your vulva and your vagina healthy. So first of all, now everybody argues on this one, but it's the truth. Don't use soap down there. There is no need to. Water is absolutely adequate for cleaning the area. And soaps too often can cause irritation that gets hard to get rid of. Second, when you're done with your shower or your bath, blow drying your bottom is the best way to take care of it. Towel drying can be irritating and it also doesn't get it as dry as a blow dryer can. So I highly recommend blow drying after your bath or shower. Next, consider looser clothing. Tight clothing against the vulva and vagina can cause that change in pH that can allow a increase in bacteria or yeast. So looser clothing is gonna make a happier vagina and vulva. Next, if you specifically are noticing increased changes and you don't really know why, but you've done all everything else and you're not horribly worried, adjusting your diet may very much change what's going on. And specifically, we're gonna encourage a lower carbohydrate diet or a lower simple carbohydrate diet, means less sugars, because that can tend to be a healthier thing for the body in general. Next, do not douche. Under any circumstances, this is not healthy for the vagina and specifically can actually be dangerous and drive bacteria up into the uterus where it doesn't belong and can cause infections. And lastly, when you are experiencing discharge or during your period or, or anything like that, avoid the use of long-term pads. Um, that pad, especially when it's wet, sitting against your vagina and vulva, can definitely begin to cause an irritation that's sometimes hard to treat. So avoiding long-term pressure against that vulva and vagina is also a good idea. So in conclusion, I hope this very surface level discussion of your vagina and vulva can help keep it healthy and keep you in a place where you aren't wondering, on, wondering what's going on down there.